0: here we go we're back missed you guys hoop nation sincerely missed you guys it's the hoop call let's let it rock and roll yes people welcome back to the hoop call the uk voice for all things nba i am the doc one of your very capable hosts with me i have tobes in the building we got Oli and k on a hiatus this week. Wherever they are, I hope they're very, very well. But we need to christen a classic. Let me bring in Tobes. Do what you got to do, man.
1: Howdy, all my people. Howdy, gentlemen. Howdy, gentlewomen. Howdy, everyone (laughs) in the Building in Hoop Nation. We're back for another classic. hope you're all doing well.
0: Love that, Tobes. Love the introduction of howdy all my people, my gentlemen, and my gentle ladies. I think that's so 2021. It's unbelievable. Got a lot of time for that, my friend. i tell you I'll what we don't have sweetie. enough time. I'll tell you what we don't have enough time for. To discuss every amazing thing that happened in the NBA. I'm going to go straight to it because... If you know me, you know, firstly, I love Will Smith. Fan- his book's fantastic, by the way, on a completely separate note. So we're going to drop some Will Smith first. If I can find it, there it is. <laughs> That's my guy. He seriously is my guy, man. I think he's slept on as a hip-hop artist. <laughs> And other things I love to talk about are the current rulers of the Western Conference. So let's get straight to it because there's a lot I want to discuss with you. Right. Let's look at the standings. In the first seed, we have the Golden State Warriors out west. Phoenix Suns in two. The Utah Jazz in three. The Dallas Mavericks in four. The Denver Nuggets in five. The LA Clippers in six, the Portland Trail Blazers in seven, Memphis Grizzlies in eight. In the playing position, we have the Los Angeles Lakers in nine with a minus 500 record, and we have the Minnesota Timberwolves in 10th seed. So there we go, that's the top 10. Look at that. I normally only do top eight, Tobes, but I have to try and at least salvage something for my Lakers.
1: Yeah, but, understandable. But, <laughs> well mixing it with the with the big guns down at the bottom. No, don't start me.
0: I like the fact that I have to continually mention the the Timberwolves is really, really upsetting for me. Um, but that's who we're contending with at the moment. I think they beat us actually a little bit ago. Um right. <clears throat> Topes, lots to discuss today. But let's start where we need to start. Um and that is in Oakland, California. The Golden State Warriors are 14-2. and They've got an 87.5% win record. They've got the best defensive efficiency in the NBA. Um, their point differential per game is 13 points. So they're just waxing teams like they're nothing. Um, Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk about the team first or Steph? It's up to you.
1: Uh, yeah, so the, the, the two are quite synonymous, but I mean... Are the Warriors the real Warriors if it's if Steph's not popping like this? I mean, the guy is on an absolute tear at the moment. So I'd say we start with that, man. Okay. We start with the with the uh one half of the splash bros.
0: Okay, flat out. Right. The thing is, yeah, with basketball, there's so many games in a week or a short period of time, it's so easy to get carried away. But I'm gonna get carried away. Is this the best Steph Curry we've ever seen?
1: It's up there, you know. You had, I mean, that 15-16 season where they uh, oh were the absolute juggernaut and they lost in the finals. But they were—is that the one where they also broke the record? Yeah, they broke the record, and yeah, then obviously broke the, record the king, he won unanimous MVP. I mean, that one—that one was strong. But I think, I think for the let's say the basketball geeks out there, like like ourselves, and probably people who listen, you might be enjoying this one a little bit more. He looks a bit more mature. He's in way more control. And again, that that age old adage of narrative comes back into it, right? He's doing this without as much offensive power as there was before, so I'm enjoying it a little bit more. Um, I have to admit, and and to be honest, he's I think he's on track to beat some of those numbers. Like um, I can't remember how many how many. Um, three pointers he made in that season but i think at his current rate he's 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 probably going to surpass that he's on so. route to
0: make over threes, yeah. made threes yeah. this
1: season and i think he did 415 in uh 1516 so yeah that, i mean <laughs> and these are just stupid numbers like really stupid numbers and he's chucking up 13.5 attempts a game yeah it's like you know you know in when you play video games you play you play in 2k right you you and you have Steph right you we're just you're just launching it and you always wonder in the real game why don't if you have that ability and he has a god given ability why doesn't he do that you've always wondered that right in the previous seasons he's never he, he normally well, hovers around it, 10 11 now you're just like bro just just chuck him up and he's doing that and it's amazing to see honestly it you know what
0: it, we've had this conversation many times about his green light yeah he's always had a greenish mm-hmm. light or well, he makes the lights green for him but this is the greenest light i think he's had in his career, the last two seasons, and particularly this season, I remember when James Harden was doing his thing, a lot of the narrative, as you said, was, "Yeah, but Steph could he do it um you know, could he do it on his own the way James Harden did it?" and a lot of people were saying well if if Steph Curry had the same green light that James Harden had, yeah, look at what he would do yeah, so this is Steph yeah. at the moment on his own with the greenest of green lights, and what we're seeing is some of the greatest basketball probably ever. I don't know if it's better than the 15, 16 season, but I know that he looks more mature. He looks bigger. He looks stronger. He's elevating his team as purely an individual more. No Steph and no Draymond's there, but he's not sniper Draymond as well. You know, Draymond in in 15, 16 was a decent shooter. I think about 35% from three. Um, He's doing it on his own. And I just think personally as an individual, I'm more present in the moment with it. Like I, it's like, I don't know. It's something for me. uh, Some people say it's special when, you know, when something happens once in a blue moon that makes it special. But for me, I always find it special when someone can go and do that again. I don't know if you know what I mean, but there's something special about being like, this guy is as good as I, good as we thought he was. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: like no, this guy is—he's totally a,
0: a freak. Like, we can really enjoy it now. We—it's not just saying about like, oh that season Steph had. It's like, no, this is what this is this ste- this is what the generation that we're in.
1: Like no no this and, guy and, is something. And what's warming to the heart is it makes it, it, what you see now makes you think he's got plenty in the tank. Plenty. Remember, the, plenty. this guy's been riddled with ankle injuries. Um, until he hit, he had that fifteen, sixteen. I think a lot of us will we worried he would never manifest into what originally we thought. Um, and then he had the horrible injuries in 1920. In so he, he only played five games. Bounced back the year after. Played 63. Took a, took a really, for lack of a better phrase, crap Warriors team <laughs> to play in a tournament. And they got smoked by John Morant. But the way he's playing... This this guy will play for for you know easy another five six years and he's his off, off ball movement he can delete he can dance around you he can break you down he's not and he's not just a three point shooter he can run, get into the paint this is the he thing gets, he gets he he gets like for a slight guard that isn't that physical you know he's getting five five free throw attempts a game which is like you know nothing to sniff at when he can also kill you from the half court so his game is. It, it's good to see. It's good to see he's healthy. It's good to see he's happy. You know, he's one of these infectious guys in the league and is, 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 is transferring onto the Warriors. I, and think, I and then Go on, wait. Cr- what
0: What I was going to say as well, yeah. I don't know if you... I want to know your thoughts on this. I think the fact that other point guards, his contemporaries, are, I'm not going to say struggling, but the fact that he's been able to put such a gap right, between, say struggling, b- between because... himself and the other... Absolutely elite point guards in this league Just elevates them even further But like if you look yeah, at yeah. it It's like Dame's been okay Harden's been
1: okay Nah, 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 come on You're, you're normally more savage than that <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm trying okay. to show some respect Dame's to these been, people Oh man um, Against their lofty standards These people have been bumming So I, I fully agree with where you're going with that Steph is, is looking, know, making Steph look even better Russ, from point guard perspective. Russ, Ky, Kyrie's not, Kyrie's even, not playing. even playing You know what I
0: mean So you just think, man, like you, you, re- you, after I think over, seeing someone be susta- the, seeing sustained greatness, there's something in that because when you look around other people, you're like to stay healthy, to stay motivated, to st- keep improving, to get more skilled. You know how hard that is to do. It's one thing is being yeah. just blessed to be able to shoot like that, but I just think he's shown so much more um, with this season. Um, if that makes sense to you. If that makes sense to you. A hundred, a um, hundred. I've, I've and him.
1: a hundred, a hundred. And it's like um the fact that he's got that other skill that no one else has, you know, with the with the three point shot is, is what's it's what's impressive. Um and you've got I know we're talking on the on the topic of point guards. I don't know if you saw Andre Andre Iguldala <laughs> give his take about um you know point guard rankings and top three ever. He said, you know, magic, Steph and Isaiah. Uh, followed by you know uh, Kyrie Irving at fourth, so um, you know, it called a bit of a whirlwind because you know his contemporaries are thinking Kyrie of, Irving is, at he's, fourth, yeah, he's, I know that's what triggered people. I was like, what? I, what like. What, <laughs> I was listening like, what, yeah, about, yeah. what about what about Stockton? Nash, Chris Paul, God damn it! Um, but yeah, I think um, Steph is in that. Steph is in that, and, he, and it, you don't often. What's what's unique about him is he plays point, but you don't ever. He doesn't come up for me. Often, right, in top point guards of all time, because you're just like, he's the greatest shooter of all time, is like what his tagline is. But ah, the guy can play, he can play point, he can distribute, and he, and he, you know what, he's a leader. I, you I, know, before, I never, I never used to give him props for that, but I think Golden State, the franchise itself, pivot around him. He's like a proper franchise star, and they played the way that Steph, like, kind of wants the team to play, but like, not forcing it. Like, everyone buys into it. So I'm seeing that leadership, and that's why they're, that's why they're killing it right now, and and you wouldn't you wouldn't think. I never thought they'd be top of the, the top
0: the of the conference, rest,
1: and they've got the best record in the NBA. So, all right, here's a question good.
0: for you. Then here's a question for you. Um, Golden State at fourteen and two. Mm-hmm. Do they need to make a trade? <laughs>
1: um, what are they trading for?
0: Uh, yeah. All I'm I'm saying that they've got stuff in the t- you know they've got two first round picks in the on their roster. They got Wiseman on their roster. You know, I don't. Draymond seems very settled now, so I'm going to take that off the table. But Wiggins is definitely not untouchable. If an opportunity comes to turbocharge it into another super team, another big three, do they take it? Should they take it? Should they be looking
1: to take it? I mean, given the given the 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 landscape of the NBA right now, I don't think so. I don't think that. You know, if everyone was fire, if your competition around you was firing on all cylinders, if you saw that the Lakers' big three were looking scary, if you saw that Utah looked a bit more than their regular postseason season threat, if you saw in the East, you know, someone being truly dominant, and it's not, it's like a free-for-all in the East, then maybe you, you'll be more tempted to, you know, go and get a, a big star, a big someone, and ideally someone at the five, right? But Given the way they're running, given that they've got one of the better defenses in the league, uh, and they've also got one of the better offenses in the league, uh, and you've still got a factor—the element that St- uh, Clay is, is 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 very soon coming back—I don't think too much change is needed. I hate the—I you know, don't hate the guy, but you know I've got beef with Andrew Wiggins. Um, he's been playing very well. Um, Come on, he's been good. And, man. He's and, been good. Everyone, yeah, everyone's got their role. Uh, Gary Payton Jr. is coming off the bench. uh, Sorry, Gary Payton, the second. You got Moses Moody. You got uh, Kaminga playing some D. Like the organization's humming right now. Correct,
0: correct on all counts, my friend.
1: I don't think they want to. I don't think there's any reason to tamper. So mainly because they're in a good place and the league is not threatening them. Then no. If it was, if it was threatened, if there was threats around them, different story.
0: I think if cat's available, you make something happen. Other than that, I don't think there's actually loads of players around the league that can improve this team. It's a a nicely built team. Which brings me to my next question. The Western Conference. Is anyone actually decent? (laughs) Um, I'm going to probably ask that about the East as well. But I just want to put it out there to you. Um, I just, I don't know. It's early in the season. I, I normally start to get a little bit more adrenaline in the system after Christmas. I admit that but is anyone actually decent at the moment? There's no, is there any teams that are
1: exciting you? Oof, exciting. exciting In the West, is a tough word. the West is looking. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Like at the moment you have to feel like a minus the Warriors, um, that the eventual winners for some reason is going to come out the East. And that's just because it looks a bit, even though the wins are more spread out, it's because the Eastern conference as a whole is looking a bit more competitive. Um, I mean, there are, there's like a, apart from the Warriors who are looking already like championship contenders, the rest are, there's like, you know, if you go and do your analogies of categories again, um, from Jag upwards, like, <laughs> even the ones who are in the top six, they're not, they're not, <clears throat> they've all got pieces to a life So Phoenix and Utah are. I'd group them together, you know. They mm-hmm. they run it back. They've got a solid team. That's why they're looking good in the playoffs. But when it comes to postseason, I'm just going to fizzle out again. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm double up. Okay. Dallas, Denver and Clippers, uh, who are the next three, are like... They're a superstar short. So Dallas are missing Luka at the moment. Denver are missing John Murray, And Clippers are missing Kawhi. But even when they come back, is it enough to galvanize the rest of their roster and really take them deep and actually win it all yeah you know so and then and then the other the other main threat and i hate to come keep coming running back on paper should have been la right so they should have been the other one with golden state it's true (laughs) i know you don't want to hear it but it's got to be done they're the other one so right now i don't see anything too exciting now as you know the nba is a is a league of runs right so by this time christmas you know christmas is actually a, oh my god it's a month away by christmas a month the whole this whole thing could be crazy different and you could be milk more confident but right now if we live in the moment i'm not i'm not chopping at a bit for anyone in the west but it's early days as you know my thoughts on the West of this, right?
0: Um, I'm not sure if I'm just thoroughly unimpressed or if the teams are just playing themselves to a dead heat. No one seems to be able to get any consistency. And I think, I, I wonder if it's just because everyone's got sort of similarish quality at the moment. Everyone's, it, like, it looks, it's kind of like everyone's kind of like a one-star team. You know what I yeah. mean? And that makes it interesting. Like Obviously, as you said, LA is supposed to be superstars, but, yeah, um, we'll get to that. Like, um, feels like the Lakers are kind of adding up to be one star type thing um (laughs) but that's separate point. so I'm I'm wondering that I'm wondering the days of those super teams and this that and the other are kind of gone for today and everyone's kind of a one star team which will make it interesting coming down the stretch of this um of this season I think anyway um right okay let's move east because I want to ask you a question all right Yes, that's our Eastern Baton. Right, over in the East, number one, Brooklyn Nets. Number two, Washington Wizards. Number three, the Chicago Bulls. Number four, the Miami Heat. Number five, the New York Knicks. That was your opportunity for the bing bong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number six, the Charlotte Hornets. Number seven, the Boston Celtics. All right, plus 500. In eighth of the Cleveland Cavaliers, ninth Milwaukee Bucks and 10th. The Philadelphia 76ers, so all we'll change at the top. I wanted to talk to you particularly in the East, right? The Brooklyn Nets, they're cruising. Um, they're 8-2 in their last 10. Um, nice and comfortable. Yet, I don't know, no one's excited about them. what? what everyone, if, if anything, I get kind of crisis vibes when people talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Why is that? Straight up, why is that? I think
1: because minus a few victories, um a lot of their wins have felt a bit laboured of late. Um now that's not to say, you know, they're not they're not doing great overall, but it just it just feels like, you know, something's missing. And I think people obviously had a had a big something or someone. <laughs> I'm a, well, you know what? That guy, um I'm all for you know everyone's entitled to their beliefs. Fair play for rocking with it, but at the end of the day, you're also a competitor and an athlete. And there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of heat on um, first take and a lot, a lot of the other American shows about how you know they were they were a bit they were a bit a lot of people were pissed off at Kyrie like you're letting your teammates down. This was the narrative Stephen A. was pushing. You know, Kevin Durant should feel betrayed because you come over you come you you join together remember and it was them two first right harden was the um the surprise little brother you know um that, <laughs> that, that, that they gave birth what to, a it was meant, to it meant to be those two siblings um and uh he's this he's abandoned them so so no. flat out abandoned <laughs> for, like out. For, for lack of better words because it originally even when it came out you uh, you thought he would be like okay yeah yeah if uh, he'll just do it for two weeks and then he would just go secretly get a jab and be like yeah yeah you know i'm Kyrie, i do that stuff but we're now a month in and and, and to be honest it doesn't look like anything's changing well, so. well,
0: well nothing can change now if he said i needed more time to make my decision and yeah. he was flying all over the world you know going to japan going to Wuhan, the epicentre of the epidemic, trying to find out the truth and this, that and the other. I mean, it would be a bit excessive, but I'd be like, that's Kyrie. But yeah. you can't be saying, I'm i i am am taking my time to make a decision at home. <laughs> yeah, decisions made,
1: man. Otherwise you know, you'd be out the court. This, this, yeah. Decisions
0: made. But listen, okay, let's, let's, no, let's no, not go into that.
1: But
0: I think what you said is quite interesting because someone else said this. I can't remember who it was. And they had a similar take in that, despite the fact they're winning... There's just some, there's a cloud over Brooklyn. You know, there's like, there's negativity. And and um I think that was, a lot of that talk was triggered after Steph came into Brooklyn, came into KD's house and absolutely just rinsed them. On them. And it was yeah. more, not just a result, but it's just the way people reacted and responded to Steph and the Golden State Warriors and that feel good factor. And it really made mm. people feel that Brooklyn just doesn't have that feel good factor.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it feels it feels more engineered rather than cultivated, you know? It comes back to that's that. That's
0: a very nice way of putting it. I really that, I really that, like yeah, the yeah. way you said that. Is it engineered, not cultivated, yeah?
1: yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's the Golden State Warriors are more organic, you know? That's why it's easier to, to buy into the charisma, charisma of Steph Curry and what they're about, you know? Let's say, look, we were talking the other day on the chat. Neither of us are Warriors fans, right? But we would support them if they were going to fight the Nets or fight other teams, because they're just that easy on the eye. They're that nice, you know, tick attacker style of play. Um, and the other thing about the Nets, too, is that Jimmy Harden's been struggling this season. You know, we touched on it earlier as at as, as the kind of point. Okay, has he? Has he, though? Has he? Yeah, by his standards. Especially in terms of putting the ball in the net. Um, he he He's... I think, is he still below? I'm just about to confirm that. Okay, he's just come above 20 points. But for a long portion of the season, this guy was below 20 points per game. Remember, this is James Harden, like four-time scoring champion, uh, on his way to easily cracking 25,000. For me, he's struggling, especially in the shooting potential. Don't worry, the rest of his game, looking looking usual, you know, 7.7 rebounds, 8.8 assists. So it's like eight rebounds, nine assists. That's, that's still gravy. But the three-point percentage, which is at 38, which is quite low for him, his field We've talked about his free 40 throw row or free throw woes. Like that's the main thing. He's only getting there seven, seven times a game where in the past he was getting there ten plus easy. Um and yeah, his, his field goal is pretty dire for his for his percent for his perspective. So something's not quite right with him. And just to add as well, his turnovers are up five, five turnovers. That's that that's what he's averaging at the moment. So Something's not quite there with James Harden. Um he's still got the quality player, he's still he's still an all-star, he's still got the um the brand and the swag, but it's not quite working and they've had to rely a lot on KD, who is currently saying out. So it's a bit of a hodgepodge for the Nets. <laughs> the the luxury in this, right? The luxury in us sounding like we're tearing them apart, they're still top of the east. Twelve and five. Yeah. And they're not firing all cylinders. So despite everything, there's a lot to look for forward to but at the same time you do look at that East and you just think there is in this right circumstance with how things are and the way they've been beaten by a few teams they're not as impenetrable as once for I agree
0: I agree but then I don't agree in that I, I look at this conference and I think as I said it's only 16 games in but I think like Chicago can be a tough out in the in the playoffs I mm-hmm. They can be a tough out uh, Miami can be a tough out um, Milwaukee I think they'll get it together And will be a very tough out um, Philly I don't know what's going to happen to them I'm, I'm going to keep them out of it for the time being So I think what you're saying is true But at the same time I just can't See anyone getting past um, Kevin Durant I think the most interesting numbers I've seen this week I know it sounds strange But I was looking at um, James Harden's free throw attempts over the last week, right? Yeah. 12.6 per game. Okay. His points per game this week, 28.4. Oh. Okay. I'm saying yeah, it's yeah. like... it. In I'll tell you what, I don't know if this has damaged his legacy long term, but for me it's damaged my opinion of him because... You know what I mean? You look at Steph. Like Steph, the other day, he got forty points. He took two free throws.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, that, you, but, that, but, that, but that's no, that's no, that's no, that's a known element, isn't it? James Harden scores James, the points he scores because of his free throws.
0: The, the least is literally his. His points are directly proportional to the amount of free throws he takes. Um, yep. OKC, he only got sixteen points a couple of days ago, only five free throw attempts, and it's just like. I don't. Know, I don't know why it takes the sheen off. I don't know why. Like that's, that's me being very petty, but it takes mm. a little bit of the the shine off for me. I don't know what your sort of thoughts and feelings about that are, but I think you get me. I think you get what I'm trying to say.
1: Um, no, no, I get it. I get it, and it's part and parcel, to be honest, of 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 him as a as a player. So that's because why I uh, because he you, can't on, you can't rely on
0: you can't you can rely on it. You can't rely on it because. It's, it's, let, it's let him down in some key moments. You, hmm. He either needs free throws to get the points or to get his rhythm. And that's the only yeah. thing I'm like, you know, if Brooklyn are in a tough series, tight series, and he's just not getting the calls, you know what I mean? In a game seven, what if he just gets four free throws? Does that mean you're just not going to contribute? You're going to get 16 points in a game. You that's know, exactly we, what it means. You know, we, we need and a 30-point triple-double How does trash. that work?
1: That's why he's been trashed it's
0: it's so strange man I've I've never seen anything like it I understand that free throws equal more points but the dependency it's got to the point where I'd love to see a statistician tell me what the deal is like if he gets less than six free throws a game or 10 free throws a game I wonder how often he breaks 20 just organic scoring I'd Mm. love to see the numbers on that um I'm sure there's some statistician out there preparing an article for the athletic or something but, yeah, I mean, Brooklyn Nets, they're flying. They're flying. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's There's a little cloud over them. I don't know if we're slaves to a narrative, but there's a little cloud over them. If they keep winning like this, the cloud will stop if they, if they end up winning 63 games a season. I'm sure people yeah, exactly. will say, all right, okay, yeah, we're being silly. Um, other teams in the East. You asked me before the show my biggest disappointment. Um, there's a lot to discuss in that, but I'm just going to touch on it. By saying, at the moment, it's the Atlanta Hawks I really enjoyed them last season I enjoyed the way they played Very fast, kind of splashy, flashy You know, they are young players They play hot, quite good defence Um. And now, I don't know I don't know, I, I really don't know they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're they're not quite right. I don't know if it's early season rust. And to be fair, actually, they've won their last four. But have they just been found out? I don't know. Trey Young. I mean, he's been he's been okay. He's, he, again, he's been okay, but his free throw attempts down. Um, he, he's warmed up. Looking at his last five games, he's warmed up. But I say all that to say. Who's your most disappointing
1: team so far? In the East, I mean, ATL was a great shout. Um, after coming off the back of a great season uh, last year, you know, loss of promise, ran it back with the same team. You could sense the animosity between uh, Collins and Trey Young at, at, at the dissolve. They'd agreed to work together. Um, but it just feels like they haven't got quite that bounce and quite that rhythm that they wanted. Uh, Clint Capella's not playing as well as he should be. Underrated guy. But having that bounce and his steps to rebound and dunk a lot was part of pick and roll heaven for Trey Trey Young. So, yeah, they're struggling a lot. And I, and I totally agree with that. And and what's more worrying is, I don't know, they haven't pulled together a good run. I mean, they're on a streak right now, four-game winning streak, fair play. But just, until now, they haven't felt like they've pulled together some consistency. Um. Coming back to you, your question, the biggest disappointment. I mean, I, I've always liked Indiana personally, and and start, the, the roster they put together in, in theory, I thought would have been good. There's always been this long overhanging cloud about can uh, their front call of Sabonis and Miles Turner work together, and they probably can't. So they should trade one of those two, likely being Miles Turner. But you just, I just felt like it'd be a I mean, nice pickup for def- someone, wouldn't he? He'd
0: be a nice little pickup yeah, for someone. Yeah.
1: stretch five. I mean, even going back to earlier, you know, Warriors. You were, you had your eyes on Cat. Yeah. Put Miles Turner on the Warriors. My God, like, they'll be good. <clears throat> they'll be the best D in the league forever. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, he he's just blocked shots and stretches out, perfect. Um, but you just think the, the the talent and the maturity of the roster too. You you shouldn't be uh, 7-11 in the East, and they've lost to some. Some some so lost some some tough uh tough games to to bad teams. They lost to Detroit, for goodness sake. You should not be losing to Detroit. And they they're, look they're weak, man. Team of, team of team of rookies and 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 fishermen. Uh, so <laughs> fish, fish,
0: fishermen. You gotta one
1: Kareem Kareemism every show. Yeah, so. that's true. Wonderful. That's, a, that's wonderful. Exactly. Uh, uh. Yeah, Indiana is definitely one, and the other one in in honour of Kareem as well would have been Boston, but they seem to be pulling something together. But yeah, for me it was Indiana, and then honourable mentions to, or dishonourable mentions to Boston Celtics as well.
0: (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. The the, the Boston Celtics always get a little bit of salt (laughs) at the moment. And you know why it is? It's only because we respect them so much as a franchise. So it's it's yeah. actually it's disappointing, and then it gets frustrating, and then you then we lash out. So you know, any Can I
1: will any... flip reverse this though. Okay, I'm talking negative. Fair play to the freaking wizards. What the hell are they doing? Oh sessions?
0: my goodness! Yeah, they're taking a mic, uh, and it's really making the Lakers look.
1: It's making it look like uh, uh, glaring, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, it's the, terrible. The West, and he's my boy. He's, the Westbrook effect is looking. Yeah, because 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 this team is is full of you know proper like bench people like not bench but like you know what I mean just yeah, role, uh, players. Role, role players, players. Role, role players role players it's Bradley Bill and role players and Bradley Bill's missed a lot of the season with injuries and whatnot personal reasons and here they are eleven and five and looking strong and they and you look at the teams they've beaten they've beaten um 80, uh sorry they've beaten uh the cooking Memphis who have started off a bit they, they beat the Bucks. They've uh, split um, some games with Miami, but they just look... Half decent. They look it? like they all, they all know each other. And I'm like, you know what, fair play. Because I had them competing with Detroit for last... <laughs> 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 and, and here they are, second in the league, and looking like they'll make the play-in. Um, so fair play to the Wizards. So
0: to you, Yeah, so this, yeah. Jalen Rose. I remember he said this ages ago on something I listened to on one of his pods. He, he said, you know, what he's a bit... He's got a bit dry humor. He goes, listen... People who play in the NBA are really good at basketball. And I'm, and and there's been no greater example for me than the Washington Wizards. Bunch mm-hmm. of role players that when they're a bit more relaxed and, you know, they've got no pressure on them, just like oh, just go out there and play. And you're not getting absolutely rinsed every week because you haven't backed up LeBron James or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you, see, you see how well they can play. You see Lonzo Ball coming out of his shell. Um, I kind of remind you of your OKC team a couple of seasons ago as well, with Chris Paul. You know, just kind of more enjoying the game, yeah, uh, for what it is. And I think Washington Wizards, you know, they might have one of those seasons. They might be a little playing team. You know, enjoy enjoy three or four games in the playoffs. Um, so I'm interested to see how that develops because you know what this game's like. We can we can meet next week on the pod. Another five games have gone by and everything's changed. But um, that's the game. That's the game. Again. Don't, please don't call me arrogant oh, what I, I'm saying is true. A, <laughs> I think I'm a special one. Jose Mourinho, welcome back to the pod, sir. He introduces our segment called the best league in the world, where we discuss basketball in the context of the greatest league in the world, the Premier League. Right, today I thought we'd do a quick segment on, in honour of, I suppose, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who has, as of this morning, been relieved of his duties at Manchester United Football Club, I was at the game yesterday at the at Vicarage Road. Um, I have to say, if I had to describe Manchester United in one word yesterday, it was ponderous. Didn't seem to know what to do with the football. It was a bit strange. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how a team gets like that. I don't know how much of it's just confidence and this, that, and the other. I'm not going to go in and slate ollie as an individual or as a manager because i'm sure he's a top manager but that's just what i saw that's just what i saw so we have a manchester united team who are on i believe 17 points down in seventh spot underachieving for what they've got um so my discussion point question whatever for you guys today was who is currently the manchester united of the nba I've got my own thoughts on this, Toad. I'm going to let you go first um, because I might rant. I might rant. I might get emotional. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to alley-oop that over to you. And I want just your opinion and why.
1: <laughs> well, based on that tee-up, based on the trajectory of that, that, that lob, I kind of, I probably know where you're going. And and, and I think, I, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree <laughs> probably with that answer but to to, to to keep it fresh for when you do go on that rant and run away my man um the, the Manchester United you know you, you think of historical success you think of uh, a lineage of just uh, churning out trophies and such and uh it's been a while but I, I'll save I'll save the obvious answer for you so again we touched on them the, the Celtics it could be could be one uh, in the sense that they're just still not firing all cylinders, they've, yeah. they've had a lot of losses, a lot of disruptions. Historically, that's haven't... been our
0: take. I remember we briefly discussed
1: this last season. We said it was the Celtics, yeah. isn't it? But continue. We continue. did say, we did say. Um, so I feel like if if I look at the league and I look at their position and and what's going on, they could do that. Um, and obviously, Stevens has gone upstairs, um, and since doing so, they've lo- they seem to have lacked a bit of uh, coordination. Um, at, how to play and, and and in what way, and then he had the implosion with Marcus Marcus Smart with calling out the team um, for not having enough ball movement. It uh, just seemed to stuck with the uh, superstars in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, um, and I think uh, it's Ime Adoka is the current current uh, head coach. And to be honest, it's his first year, so he draws parallels to Oli in the sense that. He's been around the organization and staff he's been around the game he's been um, um, teed up for a while he, he didn't play in the league I think he was more um, uh, but he did he, he has been a professional basketball coach basketball coach for some time but in terms of him being the first year coach and it being a bit of a bumpy ride there's comparisons there to to both United and Oli um, but Outside the Celtics, the other glaring, obvious mind in my in my head isn't so much Manchester United, but is Luke Walton at the Kings. Um, they they should not, and I'm not. I don't. It's why the Boston Celtics and and uh, Udoka are, is my answer to your question. But I do want to just touch on the Kings as well in the sense that he's on that guy's on the hot seat. You're always on the hot seat uh, in in the NBA. Terry Stotts must be in the hot seat for the Blazers as well. Shout out to to all that's going on in portland but you can't lose this many time you can't see this many years of progress when i first started watching uh, sorry no progress when i first started watching nba in 2006 the kings were bad it's 2021 (laughs) the kings are still bad how can you be bad for that long like there's teams that have had peaks and troughs in that time and i've seen them i've seen them come and grow when i came okc for you new nba fans okc were a legitimate force when i first started watching nba now they're bad but okay that's happened in this time, the Kings have made no progress. They they've still not made the playoffs since I started watching basketball. You can't have that. So no forward direction. They've been a horrible losing streak. It's just awful. But um, they're my two. They're my two. They're my two inputs with with Boston being it. But I've uh, I've slammed I've slammed it home. I've done a I would have got a fifty on a dunk contest for that for that answer. <laughs> I've collected. not for hoop, the judges I've, to decide. Uh, no, I've already decided myself. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna run it. I'm gonna throw the oop back to the doc to to hear his take now on uh on on well one probably what I've said and then two he can uh, also segue into to his his emotional rant. Right,
0: okay. Boston Celtics, I can understand your take. Sacramento Kings, um, Sacramento Kings are kind of more like a Newcastle or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, true, you know, people, more Eddie
1: Ho Eddie Ho esque.
0: Pe- people keep talking about them, but. They haven't actually done anything like in my lifetime anyway Really um, Obviously had a little Shearer moment obviously, But haven't done too much Celtics, I as I said That's traditionally been our take Compared to sort of a historical franchise Kind of underachieving consistently For a long period of time um, Seem to try and trade Try and do stuff But never seem to really move the needle um, So I, I can't go against that But with all that being said, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, you're wrong and here's why you're wrong. <coughs> the answer is the LA Lakers. Um, firstly, I'm talking kind of more acutely, more now, who are the Manchester United of the, of the NBA? So you have to be a historical franchise. So that narrows it down. You have to be underperforming severely this season compared to your expectations. Boston Celtics expectations were, were gone from last season or two seasons ago, the LA Lakers' expectations were chip. And I think Manchester United's expectation was, not chip, what was it? Medals, titles. Um, You have to have had a disruptive transfer window or trade season. And I think they've had that. And there has to be big questions over the policy and the coaching, and I think there is that now. So it's the LA Lakers. We are currently ninth in the conference. but It's not only ninth in the conference, it's the way we look at the moment. And I use the word ponderous to describe Manchester United. I think you can easily use that about the LA Lakers. What do they talk about at Manchester United? They talk about their inability to defend, inability to keep clean sheets. We will not defend, we will not defend properly having people ejected. That is the LA Lakers at the moment. They put, You know what I mean? Conceding five to Liverpool, conceding Mm -hmm. four to Watford. This is the equivalent of us, our OKC losses, our Minnesota Timberwolves losses, getting whooped by the Celtics who who were not on great form. Whooped. And as I said, it's our personnel. It's the way we look. And it's the fact that I'm not sure where to go from here. And I think a lot of people in Manchester right now Think the same way. Russell Westbrook is he akin to the Ronaldo transfer? No, in the sense that Ronaldo's still banging goals, and you can't say Ronaldo is the problem with United. But yes, in the sense that Ronaldo affects the system considerably, and it makes it questions whether you can have a successful system with the pieces you have around him as of right now. Uh A D I would I would describe as Pogba. Top five talent. Is he a top five player? Talent versus player. Um he got he got beat on by Giannis earlier in the week. Beat on. Um and it's all just a bit worrying for me. It's all a bit worrying for me. Very ponderous. I'm not sure of our system. I don't know why we can't do things consistently. On paper, we have LeBron James, AD, and Russ. Um, I don't want to be that guy who's always having a pot shot at Russ, but I'm just wondering, like, now, it's it's not a case of being mean about him, but it's just a case of saying, is he actually that good? Is he Mm. actually that good? And sometimes the answer is no, and that's not a crime. You know what I mean? You can only do what you can do. Disappointment is a function of what? Expectation. Yeah. And I think that the Russell Westbrook situation is going to get really ugly really quick, not because of him, because he's doing the best he can, but just because of expectations. If you look at his yeah. last five games, right? And the
1: and the alternatives, man. If you, if you, As in like, uh, yeah, what, exactly. what could have been?
0: Our, our yeah. role play with, with a healthy AD and LeBron, you just need decent role players. Like, you know, exactly. honest, hardworking role players. I don't really see the need to get in Cristiano. I mean, to get in Russ. Uh, If you look at Russ's last five games, you might find this interesting. Averaging 14 field goal attempts per game. Okay. But averaging 45% shooting, 33% from three. So he's not shooting at a particularly high clip. Mm -hmm. He's not shooting much either. He's averaging 7.8 assists. But 4.2 turnover. So his turnover to assist ratio is really high. And his his if you're taking a lot less shots and you're an elite player, the expectation is you're probably taking higher quality shots. Because he's a high volume shooter. But you're, you'd be thinking, right, okay, if he's taking 14 shots a game, maybe he's, you know, maybe he can get 50%, 52%. But he's taking yeah. not very many shots, not good shots. He's turning the ball over, and he's he's cancelling himself out um and it's all just looking ugly. It's all just looking ugly. Yeah. uh My question to you is it's so early to say, as you said, it's a game of runs. We've got LeBron coming back. Is it a case of LeBron just has to save this team? He just has to do this again or or what actually has to happen? Surely, surely AD AD is a big I think red AD, flag AD is well. a,
1: a crucial factor he's he's not quite he's never been a winner he's words? never been a the winner motor, the, yeah the motor's not there right he's not looking like he wants it you know there's some days he should just be bullying people who did you play the other day ah when you lost to the balls right when Damar Rosen went off um, he uh, he um, he didn't quite just decimate a, a team that was missing Vucevic, right? Someone with a motor, someone like a Jimmy Butler, right? They, they, they look at the calendar and they'll be like, my goodness, they haven't got a center. I've been having a rut of bad games. This is one for me to crush. Yeah, it's one for me to crush. A lot of people looked at the Russell Westbrook situation as he would come in and he would hype up uh, AD. Yeah, Why yeah he they did. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up people? Why doesn't he hype up himself? Like... I know everyone's individuals. you're going to have introverts and extroverts. you're going to have people that do their own thing. but I think one thing we've never seen actually, and, and maybe we saw it maybe once in Pel- when he was at the Pelicans in terms of the evolution, is him just be consistently hungry and consistently dominant and he has the tools. We've seen it. We know he can do it. I'm actually not looking at Russ. In fact, take away Russ. And I'm not looking for LeBron to save it either because LeBron can't keep saving you. The man's almost collecting his pension. It's got <laughs> to be a D. And this is the time to do it in the comfort and sanctity of having two quote unquote superstars around you. Yeah. So I'm looking to him. I'm looking at him to... uh to step up and, and for the, and the rest to follow. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker's come back. He's good in some games and he's one of the prime young assets. The Lakers still have left, but if they want any success and, and in LeBron, we trust in star power, we trust for the long term. I think for regular season, AD is going to have to do some, some, some some heavy loads. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I sincerely, sincerely agree with that mate. Like, I just think that it's it's time. It's time now. AD, you're that guy. You're a champion now. You've been through it all. It's it's, it's your time. It's your turn. And this has to go through AD. LeBron, you know LeBron. You know my feelings about LeBron, but he's 36 going on 37. Let's not be, you know what I mean? I said, disappointment's only a function of expectation. So let's just be reasonable. Yeah. He he's not going to be going on these runs where he's averaging 40 for 8 or 9 games. he can't do that like he did in Miami. What you're going to get from LeBron, you're going to probably get you can you can, he can still do 25 8 8 52% shooting, probably four turn three four turnovers a game and reasonable defense about 34 minutes. If someone said that to to you that career at that stage, you've got a player who will always give you that or, you know, pretty much always give you that.
1: Yeah. And then you've got green. AD and
0: Russ behind you. You'd think that team's a contender. But the other, t- the other players around him, just up, down, up, down, oscillating too wildly. It's very, very frustrating. You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. But that's it. Okay, run over, run over. Manchester United and the Lakers at the moment, I'm, I'm interested to see how they both finish the season. But for me, that's the comparison to me. Tobes, talk to me. Who's your team of the week? What music would you like, good sir, for a start?
1: Mm, okay, let's, see. let's bring back some so solid crew, please, in okay, uh, okay. 21 seconds.
0: No worries. Let me know when you're ready.
1: Uh, yes, I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. that? <laughs> All right, lovely. So, Warriors have decimated a lot of this chat, and fair play to them. They've had a great week nine and one in the last ten games, and looking like an absolute must-watch show. But I'm going to have to give it to the Phoenix Suns. Going to yeah, the- yeah, give them their dues. Uh, they're on a they're ten and zero in the last ten games, and on an eleven-game winning streak. Uh, Twelve and three currently second in the West. And the unity is there. The Andre Ayton's just come back after a bit of see, um, a bit of uh, injury crisis, and uh, I was technically worried as well about the uh, the off off court stuff going on in their organization with uh, uh, Robert Sarve, um being accused of a lot of uh, mis- misdemeanors and naughty things. But it seems like it's brought them closer together. It seems like they fully know that element if you actually look at the stats a bit deeper, their superstar in like Devin Booker, he's having like one of his probably like worst offensive uh, statistical seasons in a while, but it's not so much to do with anything that he's doing. It's just more to do with the fact that they're playing team basketball. Chris Paul's pulling everyone together on a dime. They're sharing the ball. The defense is great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, and they're just looking strong overall. So, you know, what? Like, fair play, fair play, fair play to them. And, uh, I'll give them their dues. They've got a slightly stronger schedule coming up, but the way they're playing right now, I don't think they're scared. Hey, it's, it's so true. Like, I, I like the
0: Phoenix Suns. i got to say, remember all last year, I was like, they're not real. They're not for real. They're not for real. But they're a proper basketball team. Like, it's still like, you know, I've been following basketball a while now, but you can still learn new things and see new things. And me coming up was just sort of the dynasty era. It was like, it was basically LeBron. LeBron for like my first 10 years following the NBA. Um, but, you know, over the last few years, I think we're starting to see some other things in the Phoenix Suns. I think epitomize that. Enjoying really seeing the twilight of Chris Paul's career. Um, you know, we were just talking about Russ, like Chris Paul, you know, you see that he's averaging 10.4 assists a game to 2.4 turnovers a game. That's essentially, a, you know, a five to one ratio. Do you know how much easier it is to play as a team if when you're, Point exactly. guard is so careful with the ball, field goal attempts. It's about similar to Russ, That less twelve point six, the percentage forty six point seven. You know, so very similar to us. But you know, again, picking his shots, taking his time, just being a lot more careful with the basketball, opening up, opening up for uh, the opportunity for other people. And his usage percentage is you know very reasonable, always in the twenties as well, always in the twenties. So Chris Paul has been fantastic. And I wanted to highlight him because, you know, everyone always going about stats, 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 this, that and the other. But you just got to understand some people are, are subtle difference makers, understated difference makers. And Chris Paul is special. Chris Paul is sincerely, sincerely special. Not quite sure what's going on with um Book at the moment. Um, Him again, his free throw attempts, way too, you know, Actually, no, so I suppose that last few games he's averaging five. I think that's reasonable for any star to get. You know what I mean? Anything over 10, you're like, well, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, yeah, And they're just, they're, they're picking up the slack, innit? You've got like Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, DeAndre, and everyone's just eating, basically. That's the thing. So, like, it's, it's just team, a nice, just
0: balanced. nice, balanced team. And I think that'll take them far, actually. I think they could ease it. It should be a second round team, at least. And we'll see how the Lakers and the Clippers develop. We need to talk about the Clippers, but I want to wait till um, Ollie's back. To talk about the Clippers um, yeah. Finally I can give an award out And I want to give one out um, right, Let me get my information in check Been trying to give this man props For a little bit now But he was playing games Until recently um, But it gives me a chance To briefly talk about his team If you don't mind You right for me to go, Tobes? To yeah, let it, let it rip Let's do it Right, my player of the week The hoot call player of the week goes to my Yoruba brethren. He is Defensive Player of the Year. He's two-time regular season MVP. He's finals MVP. He's averaged 28, 13 and 5.8 in the last week. He's whoops AD it is. Yannis Antetokounmpo. What a player. What a player. Right, I'm giving him. I'm giving him this because he's awoken, and you need to pay respect when you see greatness. I love the fact that okay, they haven't played anyone great, really, but even then, if you're not playing anyone great, you got a feast. You know what I mean? You got a feast. You can sit there and mm-hmm. say, oh, you're not, "Oh, not playing. We haven't played anyone great." But <laughs> tell it to the Lakers. Um, he's averaged twenty-eight point two, thirteen point six, and five point eight. Um, this week 70% from the free throw line as well that's nice for him Um, and you know he's getting to the free throw line a lot by being so aggressive 12.2 a game you know Um, I'm interested in a lot of his stats a lot of his stats are interesting but what I like right is he's got such an ability to mix it up so if you take this yeah so against LA you know the game where he took down AD 47 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists on 78% shooting. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So so you could see in that game he's like I'm going to be aggressive, I'm going to destroy. Okay, the next game against OKC, he's on a back-to-back. You can see he plays 36 minutes a game. 21 points. So the points went down, okay? The field goal attempt went down from 23 to 16. However, okay, he's so let me influence it another way. Rebounds, 19. Assists go from three to seven. You know? It's yeah. just his ability to, he, he understands the game. He understands his strengths. He knows how he can influence the game. Orlando yesterday, 32 points, 20 rebounds. Two steals added three blocks this time. Again, only 16 field goal attempts. 16 field goal attempts, bro. Got to the free Go throw ahead. line 23 times. And you know he doesn't he doesn't buy those. He's just like, you know what? Let me I want to destroy this team. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. Um and I just love how he's showing it. Perk said when it's all said and done, he could be seen as the most dominant player ever. And I think that'll always be Shaq. Shaq literally breaking backboards and that. I think it will always be Shaq, but I get what they're saying. I get what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just thought I'd give him a salute today. Um, don't know what your thoughts are on Giannis. And interestingly, the Bucks, the Bucks are only just over 500 now, I think. Um, but I think they'll be fine, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. I expect them to go on a bit of a run actually, um, in the coming weeks and, and, and establish themselves as a top, top three seed in the East. Um, no, fair play. And I think, you, you know, you get the fatigue, you get the bucks fatigue, um, given that they're the reigning champions and, and and what they've done. But like you say, the maturation of an all-star player, if you want to look in a dictionary, that guy has got to be there. I mean, he came into this league, a skinny guy, skinny 18-year-old, didn't have a grasp on the English or the basketball game compared to his uh, colleagues, you know, no, 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 no uh, organized college basketball, no like uh, best facilities, all that. It came so late and to see how far he's come and what he's doing. And, and the scary thing is he keeps adding every year, right? It comes, it's a cliche line and you hear about it by many players, but he's actually doing it. Like his he's jump shot is better. he's His free, free throw percentage is better. He's, he's beefed up, but he's hit a sweet spot of being Jacked, you know he can still run the floor like a gazelle and still dunk over you like a rhino. Like that's not a great analogy. Rhinos can't dunk, but you get you get, you get my point. Yeah, <laughs> you get I was point. following he's you. A, and I was like,
0: okay, yeah, i'm that, gonna
1: let that, that, that gonna slide. But... Right. Uh, a, a gorilla, right? I assume a gorilla will be able to. Uh, anyway, dude, you're trying to say he's at, some someone, sort of freak of nature of animal. Yeah, kangaroo. You, you're basically Come.
0: trying to say he's a freak of nature.
1: Just a freaking AJ. If only, if, he's, if, he's only
0: if only someone else like, noticed that first.
1: Got yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't want to. Say, I didn't want to say anything, but AD man, take notes. And then and, and and you called it out right against the Lakers too. If AD is anything like Giannis, he should be salty, right? He should be like, "Wow, he embarrassed me in Staples. I gotta come back. I gotta come back, and I gotta ring ring that calendar fixture when we next play the Bucks. I gotta show him what's what." So um yeah you got you got to love you got love players like Yanis so now very very deserved very deserved great week shout out to Jimmy Butler shout out to Steph shout out to um who else played quite nicely this week I think those two stuck out in my head uh, as like individuals with decent stats and good team victories but yeah Yanis is Yannis is a good one for me
0: thank you very much I'm glad you agree right next week we need to get the boys back all right we'll leave leave that of us we'll get the boys back because I want to talk about the Clippers. Want to see I want us to mention The Spurs at least I need to get Them and them back In the meantime <laughs> Hit us up on the socials At the Hoop Call On IG Just keep up to date With our goings on And other than that Tobes I really appreciate Your time I have really really Likewise. Sincerely appreciate Your time And I wish Likewise, you doc. A good Afternoon Hoop Nation Thank you Very
1: Much Peace.